Good morning, everybody. Dirty Harris here on a Friday, January 5th. I'm going to try not to yell into this microphone like I did the last couple days. I apologize. I'm just trying to, you know, put some energy into this shit. Um, some things I was thinking about this morning, and um, I'm a little confused. There's a lot of things I've been thinking about lately, but... Um, I guess, you know, we're all, we're all trying to have some peace in our lives, right? And, um, and then, um, we get distracted by thinking these other things will get us a temporary high or a temporary fix, um, to help with the peace. But it ends up just either making you take another step backwards or keeping you right where you're at. And I'm not really sure what I mean by all that. It's just kind of a thought that I'm having. You know, the most important thing I've learned over my life is exercise. That's it. If you're doing exercise every day, or almost every day, you know, you're halfway there. I really believe that. I really feel like you're halfway there of finding peace. Like life can throw a lot of shit at you, but if you have your health, you know, if you're if you're got a healthy way of, you know, exercising, making your body sweat, grinding through some things that are difficult through exercise, the rewards are huge and you have to do them every day, though. Like you can't, you can't just like work out real hard one day and then expect that to last a week. It really only lasts a day. Um, and then when you start getting more and more, I guess, accustomed or addicted or whatever it is you want to use to the exercise, you start realizing how important it is to exercise. Now, there's different levels. I mean, there's there's animals out there who go to the gym. And their OCD when it comes to their calorie intake and how much their food, their food portions, and and all that. And I think I love those guys and those gals out there because I'm not like that. But they they go they offer me like another way. Like I could I could level up if I wanted to, and some of the stuff I do. So, but what are the what are the things that um the temporary fixes that we think are going to get us there. I had a discussion with a friend this morning, actually, who is um, really getting in a better place spiritually. And, and we're talking about exercise and, and, you know, we all had these experiences. And I say all of us, because most of the people that listen to the show are similar to me in some senses, or, you know, can I identify with what I'm talking about? But, you know, Let's just say you're, you know, you're like had a hard day at work and you're like, fuck, go home and have a drink, you know, or uh, I need a break. I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette or, or, you know, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to put a dip in, you know, all these little addictions, all these little habits that we create, you know, we think that they're, they're giving us peace and they're not, they're like. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like uh, you know, you got a problem, and you're not really, you're not really 
making the problem. You're not fixing the problem from the inside out. You're kind of just putting a Band-Aid over it and covering it up until it, the Band-Aid wears off, and then you got to cover it back up again. Maybe that's a good, better scenario. And last night I did a show at the golf course. Now, I've been sober for over a year now. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Take it easy. Um, and I say sober. I've been California sober. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been, I, I haven't been drinking. That's what I'm trying to say. And I've been working on that for a couple years prior to this. And I've talked about that several times. So I don't want to go down that road. But I still partake in eating the gummies. And, you know, I, I started eating mushrooms, microdosing mushrooms. Um, I wouldn't say I did a lot of research on it, but there was a lot of hoopla about the benefits of microdosing. And I thought, well, I don't really want to go on some acid trip and disappear into the universe. Quite frankly, I, sometimes that I think about that could scare me. And that's a whole nother conversation I like to have about talking about our mental mind of fear. Like fear of, think about the things that you fear. They're only in your fucking head. You know, fear is just something that's in your head. So um, anyway, I did the show last night. Was super locked in. Um, almost selfishly locked in. And I, I listened to a friend of mine uh, who posted something on social media not too long ago with Rick Rubin talking about being an artist. Because I think sometimes as an artist, I was more of a true artist when I was kind of miserable. Does that make any sense? Like I was able to like focus in on my the things in the world or that were affecting me and really being true to them. I don't know. Maybe I was talking on my ass here. I don't know. I'm trying to say something cool. The reality is I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, um, But being an artist, you want to be true to that. Let me back up. So when my daughter was drawing pictures and she did, she was, she was pretty crafty. Like she could draw some cool pictures. And I was always, of course, when it's your kid, you're just... You're just fucking blown away that your kid can draw something. And you just think, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And to me, it was. It really was special. She would make these little under-the-ocean under characters, and she would make stories with them, and it was awesome. But as she got older, she started progressing into maybe what other people think and other people's perspectives. And then it fucks up your, your true art. you know. And if you're kind of a person who thinks or overthinks or lets other people influence you it, your your art can be construed and that's why really the true artists are misunderstood because they're really trying to keep all of us out of their fucking heads so they can just listen to their their art and their gift and all that stuff and i think there's as you get older you can intake maybe some of these perspectives and put them into your art but it all depends on your confidence and all that stuff too so what am I getting at? So when my daughter was younger, we talk about, you know, she she drew a picture of a maybe like a, a lady wearing a, a sweater. And the buttons, you know, we talked about the buttons. And I don't know if she drew the picture or I, or I came up with the idea or I heard this from someone else. But I shared this information with her. And I've told this story so many times. I'm not sure if it's my story or if it's someone else's story. 
getting old. Um, but anyways, the, the, the whole idea of the button was like, you know, when you look at a shirt, the, the shirts, the buttons are all perfectly lined up, right? They're right down the middle of your, your chest, right? But when you draw art, a lot of times things are not, you know, symmetrical or even or the same. You know, should you have like one button that was way off to the left and it was kind of wasn't round maybe it was a little like square or octagonish and then she had a couple small ones down the middle and another one that was missing and and it, and it wasn't even even like six inches down from the next button and maybe it was two inches what's up homie um that kind of stuff and you know i don't know what i'm trying to say here what am i trying to say that being in your own head about shit. Hey, what's up? I'm back. So, I just listened to the first part of this, and I usually don't do this, but I was completely confused on what my point was from the beginning. So, my point was talking about... Um, you know, finding inner peace, you know, and then I kind of went off on this tangent about uh, being an artist and all that stuff, so I'm not really too sure where I was going, but I guess um, maybe to kind of combine both of those thoughts into this next segment, um, you know, talking about exercise and, and, and keeping your head right and, you know, finding peace and, you know, we get distracted with these temporary fixes, you know, sometimes it's drugs or, or, or an addiction to something else or, you know, and a lot of it is super unhealthy and some of us, and I'm guilty of it just as much as anyone, um, you know, it's a, it's a secret, you know, you could be like looking at porn or, you know, you have these, these sexual desires, you know, for whatever. And, you know, you really have to address that and you got to figure out, um, how how to understand that by not feeding that impulse, you can kill it off, you know. Um, and I say that, but I don't know if you can really kill it off. You 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 really need to do a lot of work, you know, spiritually. Um, you know. I'm going to share this story. This is a little embarrassing, but I'm going to share it anyway. And I think it's it's could be helpful. And at least it was for me. Um, working by myself years ago um, was great. I was able to make my own money and all that stuff. And then I started on a path. Um, a, a friend of mine who was actually like a sexual deviant, which was kind of funny when we were like in high school. But he sent me like some porn, you know, on a video. And I remember looking at it and it really, um, really crept into my, my bones, you know. And I, I started looking at that shit on and off for years. And I couldn't really fight it off. You know, it was like, you know, I would stop and I'm like, dude, you can't do this. It's fucking stupid. You know, it's making you feel like shit. You know, you know, it's embarrassing. You had all these like shame associated with it. And then uh, somewhere along the line, I think I was kind of researching like, how the fuck do I stop um, with this weird impulse, you know? 
and I even shared all this with my wife. Like I was like, yeah, I don't, I, it's bothering me. And she was so cool about it. She was like, well, you know, just figure it out. Like she was like, just figure it out, you know. So it gave me, um, I didn't have all that. I don't know. I didn't feel as awful about it. I just figured, okay, I can figure this out. You know, like, you know, if I got myself in, I can get myself out, right? And that's the truth. You can. Um, but if you hide it and you don't share this, you don't have that one person you can share that secret with or that that shame with, then it, then it gets really hard to like get out of it. So you have to figure that out. Um, and maybe that's what I was getting to with being an artist. I don't know. But um, so I actually prayed. Uh, a lot and you know and it didn't always work but then there was like this one thing where someone had spoke that there was like almost like a spiritual almost like a demon kind of thing that was a woman that was connecting to me and 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 making me feel like I needed to do this this sounds so crazy I know it does but somehow I got, and I wish I had the details of it, I don't remember, but I remember like just praying to this particular energy and being like, go away. Like, get the fuck away from me. You know, I rebuked it. And I, um, I, I swear from that point on, and I want to say this is several years ago, I don't remember when, what year it was. It was a long time ago. Seven or eight years ago. I haven't looked at porn since. Now, when I say that, there's been like audio porn that I listen to, um, you know, on and off, which is no better. Um, but the visual porn was cut out completely. Um, and I'm so thankful for that because I, I couldn't do it, man. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is bullshit. And it's all, it's all work of the, of the evil that's in the, in the, in the world. You can call it the devil, whatever you want to call it. Because I don't understand a lot of this stuff. But I know that there's, there's, there's good and bad. And, and there's evil. And there's, and there's people that are fucking evil. Who don't even, maybe they walk around like little demons and they don't really know that's who they are they just assume that they're just people and they don't have any like spirituality other than you know they do whatever they want when they want to do it and there's no attachment to good or bad and, and uh, it gets kind of a slippery slope you know um, for me it does you know so um Anyway, so getting an extra proper exercise, I think, is is the most important thing because it it, uh, it elevates you to uh, to think clearly about what's important to you because you don't want to feel like shit. You don't want to feel like shit, and it's funny because when you have these weird addictions, they they're out there, and you're like, you can feel your you maybe your 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 heart rate go up, like, yo, I really want to get that cigarette, or I want to look at the porn, I want to get a drink. And then you get it and you settle down and then it, you just go backwards. You can literally feel it going backwards and you feel like shit. And then you act out. You're either a grumpy ass or you're quiet or depressed or angry. All those negative things. And I don't know I don't know why we're, we're, we're kind of designed that way. 
and maybe not everybody, but there are a lot of people that are. Um, so you got to figure out a way to, to, to break the cycle in your mind, and it's doable. It's so doable. Um, you just have to get to a point where you're like, you know, you have to pray, you got to work out, you got to meditate. You know, you you have to focus on one thing, and that's why I like doing the cold plunge and the sauna. The cold plunge for me is the best way for me to focus on my breath. It's so fucking cold on there in there that the only thing you can think about is breathing, because everything else sucks. You know, it's fucking cold. But you're focused on just taking these breaths in and out, and if you're in there more than three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven minutes, man, that. You start enjoying like, wow, this is this ain't so bad. I like where my head's at. Yeah, it's fucking cold. But the only thing I'm thinking about is this is cold and I'm breathing and I'm fine. And then you get out and your body's tingling and it's like you, you get a really crazy effect from that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So exercise, people. That's the point of this whole 20-minute podcast is get to the gym and it does you don't have to go crazy if you haven't been in the gym in 10 years that's fine just get yourself to the gym and if you don't want to go to the gym then buy a pair of hiking boots or buy a pair of running shoes or a good pair of walking shoes and put them by your bed when you wake up in the morning turn your feet so your feet go right into those shoes and have a pair and sleep in your your running shorts and just go outside and walk I've done that before just to kind of get myself going. You got to find a way. You got to fight for it. You got to fight for your health. You got to fight for your mental health. You can't just sit back and be a bitch because that's really what it is. We've all can experience that. We all have houses that we live in. We all have air conditioning. We all have heaters. We all have refrigerators. We got electricity in every room. We leave the fucking lights on. You know, we're, we're fucking pigs. Some of us are really anal about turning stuff up, but not, not a lot of us. You fucking leave the stove on, leave the refrigerator open, leave the fucking door open when the fuck it's 110 degrees outside. I mean, it's nuts. So you got to fight for it. You got to fight for it. And that's why uh, on the podcast when I was talking about the other day, I was like, I really enjoy the mindset of like, you aren't allowed to eat until you work out. You know, you're not allowed to eat until you work out. Now, like, you, maybe you're not there yet. And maybe some people are like, that's fucking stupid. Well... It's stupid, but not really. Like, if you really want to own your day and your health, then you need to set up yourself with some difficulties. You know, like, here's another one. First thing I do when I get up, and I don't always do this, but there was a, I had a good run here, and this is why I know it works. It's the first thing I did when I got up is I went into the bathroom, I took a leak, and I took an ice-cold shower, and then I got dressed. Regardless of what my day was, I just did that. And it's easy to stay into those patterns when you're not bouncing around in different fucking states or cities, stuff like that, right? But there's no excuse not to do it. Um, you know, and that might not work for everybody. Everyone has their own plan. Like my buddy gets up early in the morning, I mean, regardless, and goes and fucking runs. Regardless if it's raining, if it's snowing, I mean, maybe there's a few days out of the year that don't allow him to exercise or go get that running, but he does it. And I'll tell you, man, that is, that's discipline. You, you take your fucking feelings out of it and you just do it because it's what you have to do. And 
if you can get to that point in your life with anything that's regarding exercise, and it doesn't have to be, you know, running a mile or running a mile or running 10 miles or running a mountain or lifting, you know, 300 pounds, 600 times, you know, doesn't have to be that. It just has to be something where you're like, you're, you're breathing a little bit more than you normally would. You're a little uncomfortable. You're starting to sweat. You know, your mind is focused on just the task that you're doing physically and then pushing yourself for a little bit. You know, it could be start with fucking two minutes. It could still be five minutes. Like literally you could do it. If you haven't done anything, two minutes is a lot. And when you get better at doing two minutes, then you do five minutes. You do five minutes, you work your way up to 10. Then you can start stretching it out there. Like, well, fuck, I did 10, you know, and 10, 15. And then, and then you find out, well, I don't have to work out for an hour and a half every day. I could do 20 to 30 minutes every day of a good exercise and, and really reap the benefits. Really reap the benefits mentally. Now, if you're looking for physical gains and muscles and all stuff, then, well, then you're going to have to put some extra work in and you're going to have to watch your diet a little bit. But just to be mentally strong and, and, and physically like, oh, I can go do that because I've I worked out today. You know, 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. You don't have to go crazy. Um, anyway, that's all I got for you. Y'all have a great day.